0: Once again to Neo, a Soccer what?
1: Rangers podcast. Did you just say Neo? I think you did just say Neo.
0: Did I say Neo? It sounded you like said- Neo.
1: Can you ever get this right?
0: <laughs> Apparently, no. I can't get this right. But anyway, this is a Soccer Rangers podcast.
1: Which pillar were we supposed to take?
0: Well, at least I got at least two of the letters out of the three, right?
2: I mean, maybe.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger.
2: I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger.
0: And I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. Alrighty, so t- Robert, what do we have to talk about today? I I'm
1: eating a bagel.
0: That's very nice, Tyler.
1: What but kind of Robert, bagel d- is it? Do you think? Multi-grain. Nope. Mm, Cheese. Nope. Plain. Pumpkin
2: pie from Panera. Is that a thing? No, that is
0: fancy. a thing. It it's is delicious. Pumpkin spice.
1: It is a uh, first hint. It's one you buy in a grocery store. So plain. Nope. See, a it raisin? does narrow it down because there's ones you buy in grocery stores. There's a, like a select few that are always in grocery stores. Raisin. Yeah. Raisin. Yeah. Just raisin.
0: I don't know what... oh uh, I don't know, I guess. See,
1: I'm stalling so I can finish eating my bagel so I can talk. That's what's going on here.
2: I honestly so, don't know. Wait, wait, hold on a second here. So mm. you're stalling mm. by talking so you can eat, so you can talk more.
1: Yeah. It's a brilliant plan, isn't it? I... So it I was cinnamon like raisin. Consult- uh, you're all wrong. <laughs> I. That's what it was, okay. Cinnamon raisin. Uh and of course it was cream cheese in between so a bagel and schmear as we call them here ah so I was contacted by a friend who's doing uh, got himself a vive Mm -hmm. and uh, asked me about my computer setup and I don't know does anyone else have a vive nope not yet not yet
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I want to get one because I love my PSVR, but I would like to go and play some of the games that are exclusive to PC. So,
1: yeah, see, like the P, the uh, yes, PSVR, I, I want to play the Romulus of Ruin. Romulus of Ruin? Yes. Yeah. The second on yep. game. But that's the only one I want to play because literally all the other ones that are kind of on PlayStation are also on computer. So, yeah, I'm really so that's that's. I don't. I want. I don't want to buy a PSVR just to play one game.
2: I'll tell know. you. There's more than just that that are worth going and. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Tell me. I don't. I yeah. see. I don't know. I don't actually know. Like all I can think of is, is that one game, and then I think they have like Job Simulator and like a bunch of other games that are on Steam. So yeah. No.
2: There. There definitely is a lot of cross-platforming that's going on with this stuff, but games like Until Dawn, Blood Rush, and Farpoint have completely changed my perspective for on how VR should work. Uh, you also have the new Gran Turismo as well, which has uh, oh, VR yeah. support on there as well, which I played that at PAX, and holy shit, is that a different experience.
1: See, that's that's a big thing, is like, I haven't found a good racing game with VR, because goddamn, a racing game with VR would be awesome. Because like I love racing games already, and I've always had to be the back, the car from behind because I can look around, but like when you're in a car you go into the driver's seat and it's really difficult because then you have to have another button to go look left and look right and make sure that the cars are beside you or wherever, you check all your blind spots uh, but if in VR I feel like it'd be way more natural because I I played um, God, uh, what am I forgetting the name of the game um, uh, it's not Elite Dangerous but it's another space fighting game Oh, uh, you're, talking,
0: um, um, um. you're talking like Drive Club, right?
1: What?
2: what? No. no, no, that's a racing game.
0: That is a racing game. Yeah, like I've just a- I
1: just immediately jumped to space games.
0: Oh, jeez! I damn it! Sorry. Yeah. Now How is? T-
1: um. So what is it? It's uh It's Star. God, I can't remember the name. Of it. I, I'm it, trying to remember. what I kickstarted what the name of the it too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I can look it up very quickly. But anyways, it's a, it's a space flying game. And, like, it felt really cool because, like, you're in a ship. Elite Dangerous? No. No, that's no. what he was comparing it to. I said oh. it's a space flying game and immediately said it's not Elite Dangerous because I know that's oh. immediately what people keep thinking about when they say it. No, okay. Um, yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. Because you're not listening, Cole. Apparently Everspace. not because I, w- I was Everspace. looking at
0: other stuff on here to see if Everspace. I find something.
1: space. Oh, well. It's good. There, uh, Ever- they came out, Space. out with a, they came out with a, uh, uh, VR support pretty early because I, I like yeah it was a Kickstarter game for about you flying around in your ship yeah. and everything. So my
0: roommate has heard of it. He says it's rather good.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It is, and it's because it's, it's. Oh, I'm just going to talk about EverSpace now for a second. Uh, yeah, it go is for it. the style. Uh, what do they call that? A, roguelike? Is that what yep. that term is? No yes. Where you it's different
0: every time you play it.
1: You die every time you die. You're basically restarting, yeah. and it changes. Yeah. Yes. So and then you keep your loot, and then you upgrade okay. your ship so you can get further into it. So it is like
0: so like a family. Like you die, you die, and then your kid takes over that type of thing.
1: Uh, well, it doesn't call kids in this. It's just well, like- you know what I
0: mean because there's the there is Successors. a VR yeah. s- s- side scroller that that is exactly that is that the whole family tree is taking on this tower. Yeah. I can't Uh-oh. remember the name of the game. What was it called?
1: Hmm. Uh, no, right, you it look it up. There. I'll keep talking. I'll look um, it now. So, yeah, it's like a it's a roguelike VR. It, it, they supported VR right from the beginning. And so that was really cool. Like, I, I wheeled my chair. I've tried to do the sit-down VR in my office, and it's just too small, and constantly things are bouncing off of each other, and it might, I get so many interrupted signals, and it keeps desyncing from the from the uh, boxes when I put it in my office so I just can't do it in here so I basically have to wheel my chair out into my living room so I'm sitting there in my living room with my headset on just in a chair just in the middle of the living room with a controller and I'm just flying around in space um no it's like really fun and it's like you just look around like you're, you're in a ship and then you're like oh guys are shooting me from the top so you look up and go that's where they're coming from then you throw your ship into that orientation and you're off. You're flying. So they have... They've already, like, figured out games because they got Everspace. They got Elite Dangerous, which are all both flying games for spaceships. Um, but they haven't really... I haven't really thought of ones for cars rogue yet. Rogue
0: Legacy. Like...
1: Rogue Legacy. Okay. Look at that. Rogue, that was the name of the a game. A roguelike game, about. and it has to do with having a legacy because it's a family tree.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a dungeon crawler style game. So it came out in
1: 2013. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah... Uh,
0: do you think Star Citizen? I, but jumping back to space, do you think I Star Citizen would work well on this I, with a VR? I have,
1: I, don't, I don't want to talk about Star Citizen because my roommate
0: is just nodding his head emphatically. But I wonder God. what you
1: guys are saying. Star Citizen is a different thing. It's just it's its own little beast. We'll we'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll keep keep it separate for now because it technically still isn't a game yet. It's not done. Yeah, um, no. Let's nothing. um.
2: Let's uh, let's go and uh, earmark that. Cole, put that in the doc for uh, next week. Okay. Because I feel like we need to talk Future. about. No, not that.
1: next week. Next next week is uh, next week is not. We're we're doing is special. Next week's a oh, special. Oh yes, yes, yes. The next week's special, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, um. Yeah. So going back, going. I'll just back, mark going it. Back, I'll just
0: back. mark it down on the doc right here. You don't, you don't later. need
1: to. you don't need a, you don't need a voice it as if you do every action. Uh, I, 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 I move my mouse. I, I type I, I the. click, uh, click the words. One. Click, I click. move my hand closer. I push the button in. I pull my hand out. Uh, and then I move it over, uh. And then I give
0: the screen left. the finger. He,
1: wh- that's a weird thing to do, but hey, okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize <laughs> that was a thing for you. Okay, uh, sure. He's, he's fingering <laughs> no. his screen. Uh, it's. Oh, whatever his relationship what two consenting objects do with each other is Apparently. for them okay uh so going back going back going back back to racing games uh yeah how is because horizon uh uh which, which racing game Grand is turismo. gran turismo i was about to say forza and i was like no that's xbox yeah um I actually did
0: find um, a a small list actually of different games that are coming into VR. Actually, PlayStation being Drive Club, the one I mentioned before would be Drive Club, and that's coming out. I don't know if it's out yet.
1: That that's already out. Yeah.
0: Okay. But yeah, that's Drive Club VR.
1: Yeah. But like I, I I uh, things like Forza and Gran Turismo have. Really good racing, or they're, really good racing games. Well, they're, they're so,
2: actually racing simulators. Versus Drive Club was supposed to be more of an arcade game experience. Yeah, as and just like,
0: one. just like the thing that's going down is Need for Speed: No Women's VR.
1: Yeah, that's more. See, of Need an for arcade-y Speed thing. would be a good one too, because Need for yeah. Speed is like the the fun version. Like that's a racing game. Like, yeah. and then you have you do have like Gran Turismo and Forza, or I guess that's a better way to call it, a racing simulator because it's trying to be as realistic as possible where you had Need for Speed, which was like we want it to be cool and fun and action-y. Which would also probably be really fun in VR because it would be more like you're in a racing action movie and you'd you'd be doing crazy jumps and speeds and... Yeah. I don't know. There was too many games that were racing games that were just not up par.
2: Yeah. No, let's be honest. There, There's not a ton of games like Forza or uh, Gran Turismo or Burnout back when that was still a there, thing. God, see I that, miss
1: Burnout. There was at one point as a thing, but now it, yeah. they're not. So
2: I, I think there was just oversaturation in the marketplace towards the end of the PS2 era.
1: Oh, maybe. Because yeah. yeah, like, none of that sense. stuff
2: transitioned well over to the high-definition gaming systems for some reason. No. yeah, I think probably like, because the... they were hard to generate, but, you know.
1: Hmm. Because there was a lot of racing games on the PS2, wasn't there?
2: Yeah. Well, um, I mean, Gran Turismo 3, I think, changed the world. Because we were talking about, you know, at the time, they were hyper-realistic physics you were going and dealing with. Even though the vehicles didn't show damage, everything else about them was, like, actually driving a real vehicle. Yeah. So Like, I mean, if, you hit,
0: if you hit something, the like, the alignment would get fucked, and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean... They were actually using those for a while for uh, new NASCAR drivers to go and show them the performance changes in vehicles.
0: Hmm. Yeah, they're like, all... To- yeah, Grand pro- Three was an incredible game. Didn't they do that for, like, prototype cars as well? They would be able to make the, like, figure out how how the car reacted for in real life, and then kind of just give it to the drivers for them to work with on a, on the simulator?
2: I don't know if they were using Gran Turismo for that, but yeah, I mean, because of the success of Gran Turismo, you did start to go and see that become a viable option. And, like, uh, Gran Turismo Sport and all that stuff on the PS3 wasn't bad, but it definitely wasn't the kind of game that we had come to expect from the previous uh, games in the series. So, I don't know. It's been kind of a hollow thing. We've been waiting for something new to go and come out. And yeah, Microsoft, I think, ended up touching an untapped market with the Forza stuff because yeah, there really hasn't been anything like that in a long time. No. I have to and,
0: ask now though, but uh, yeah. <laughs> f- between the two, Forza and Gran Turismo, everybody had. Um, what are you guys? Or what is your favorite for between the two?
1: I like Project Gotham Racing and Burnout. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. He
0: <laughs> yeah, Bur Yeah, burnout is quite good because
1: burnout was yeah. awesome. Burnout was Burn- an burnout awesome was game because there was all explosions. I, and like then there we also had. Uh, we are all from Need for Speed Underground was uh, was Underground Two was like uh, hardcore during our era. I can think of everyone has at least played Need for Speed Underground Two because I remember I can like normally put on songs and people are like this song was on Need for Speed Underground 2. It's like that's just one of the games that literally everyone has played. So,
0: I remember when um, like going back to Burnout. I remember one day sitting in your in, at your place and we were all taking there was like three or four of us and we were all taking turns playing Burnout trying to get the high score on the trial.
1: Yes, cuz that was uh, cuz it had both races and it had like the explosion make as much damage as possible. The take the
0: takedown mode or something like that. It was, I think
1: was it take takedown? I, uh, I just looked National it down and said
0: take. It was said takedowns, is what. Well, it, no, it, takedowns yeah. are
1: different. Takedowns is a thing you do in the game. So when you yeah. hit someone really hard into the wall, they'll explode and be gone. Uh, but because they, they had they had the time, they had the one trial things where you basically you had to uh, you had like. Ten seconds to shoot your car into a direction as fast as you could, and then you just either thought of a way to do it, or just hoped and prayed that you hit a bunch of things and then ricochet and hit some other things and other huge explosions would go off. And it's trying to make as much damage as possible. And yeah, br-
0: br- that was road rage. Got- road rage. Is that what it's called? Um, yeah, because only the takedown mode only showed up in Burnout Three. Um, but yeah, it's it's called Road Rage Mode. I pulled up the wiki.
1: Okay, because it was like Burnout Three that we were normally playing. It would have been Burnout Three that we were playing. Because uh, after that, I think it was Burnout Paradise, and then I think yeah. that was the last one.
2: There was one other after that, but it wasn't very good.
1: God. Do you remember? Do you got, do you remember what Burnout looked like in the very f- when it first came out? The original Burnout game.
2: I can't say I remember the original. I, I don't think oh. I ever played that one.
1: It was... <laughs> I, I look back at it now, and it is... Uh, I can just picture it in my head, and it was... It's like... It did the same thing that, like, Row did. Where the first game was, like, a very cheap, almost copy race game. Um, and it had its gimmick of, like, just damaging the cars. So... They, there were races, and there were kind of like damage, but not the way it evolved into the future. Um, and they constantly, their big gimmick of the game was that there was one kind of mode where you're supposed to drive really fast, hit a wall, and then your driver flies out, and then there's either bowling pins or like huh. a dartboard at the end of the, this track. And then you just have to try and get your driver to hit like the center of the dartboard, or like knock down as many pins as you can. And
2: God, I remember, I I remember uh, seeing that. I think, I think at the time it was still extended play. That became X play.
1: Yeah. So it was like the first burnout game was. <laughs> I think even it was my sister that showed it to me because she was like, uh, it was. I think it was on a commercial on TV, and it was, uh, she was like, this is a game you'd probably really like. It was like, have you seen like. Tom, have you seen that game? It's it's a racing game, but it, you throw your driver at, like, bowling pins. And I was like, I have not heard of this, but I'll go check it out. Um, so, yeah. and I, Wait and a minute. Then,
0: sorry, I just remembered something. Didn't we play Burnout 3 with your sister? We were She was beating us all. I remember this for some reason.
1: I don't, I don't remember that.
0: For some reason, I remember Kate playing. But anyway, sorry.
1: She may have played. Um, but she's not really known for playing video games so um, and if it was a racing game I feel like I would normally be better because not only would I be better at most video games than my sister because I play more of them than she does uh, my forte is also racing games so when I ever had a racing game and played with other people I'd be winning those except for Mario Kart because that's that's a whole different thing. That's another yeah. whole
0: different thing. <laughs> and damn. Crash? Well, yeah, cause he, yeah, Crash.
1: Crash Bandicoot? No, I always won that. Don't.
0: Oh, I'm well aware of that. I'm just saying, like, except like Crash Bandicoot is one of the big, big examples of games that you fucking dominated at.
1: Yes. Yes, I am the dominator at all racing games. Anyways, so I think though that'd be cool. I'd, I, I kind of want that as a VR game, is a racing game, but I want to find one that's good. Because, like, I've seen some of them that they have on there, and I look at them, and I'm like, uh... It looks like an okay racing game that has VR. And I'm like, I don't really want to spend money on an okay racing game just so I can play it in VR. It's... Yeah, because I, well, would pr- I wouldn't enjoy playing it as a regular racing game, because it's just, like, an okay racing game. So Well,
2: and that's kind of the thing, because... Uh, with the PSVR, uh, I was really interested in trying out racing games after I went and tried uh, uh, Gran Turismo at Pax, which it's coming out very shortly here. Uh, and that was such a great experience. It was like, oh, I guess I'll give uh, drive club another chance because I really really hate drive club. I gotta make that point like worst worst PS4 title. <laughs> that sony that's actually promoted themselves that's fair so yeah i of course decide i'll go and give uh drive club vr a try and though i will say it is an improvement over the original drive club i also came to the realization that that kind of driving game doesn't work in that kind of format whereas gran turismo really is that driving simulator and it feels that way like when you're going and driving over a rough patch of ground you actually feel that. You go and feel and see uh, the actual interior of the car moving. It's very obvious. It's easy to work with. Hmm. But then you're going and playing Drive Club, which is more of that arcade style where it's not really actively adjusting. It's just kind of simulating uh, things as you would go along procedurally. And while it's not bad, per se, it's also not very engaging either. It's also a little bit disorienting. Like... No nausea or anything like that going and playing uh, uh, Gran Turismo at PAX. But Drive Club, for some reason, is the only VR game that i played on the, v- or on the PSVR that has made me feel nauseous. And oh. it took me a couple of times playing it before I understood why. It's because my brain is processing the stuff like I'm actually driving a car. But my eyes aren't having to do any quick adjustments or anything like that like you would going and driving an actual vehicle.
1: Yeah, so it's like... You're getting reverse car sickness. You're, getting, exactly. you're basically getting car sickness, but it's because you're instead of you being on a mo- solid object and your body's moving, you're on a you're not moving, but your everything feels like it's moving, and it just yeah. So yeah, you know, that's that's kind of weird. So that's because like uh, what other game was it? It's the Crew is another racing yeah. game that came out. I was super excited for the Crew because they had uh, they had this uh, a all the cars were, like, very customizable, so it was all about customizing your car, and, like, they could make them off-roading, or they make them, like, super sport things, uh, there's that, and I love customizing things, um, that's why I really like it, you give me a game that's all, like, 50%, maybe 75% customizing your thing, and, like, 25% actual gameplay, uh, I will play the shit out of that, um, it's basically what Minecraft is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then it had B, it it flaunted having a full map of North America so you could drive from one city to the next. Um, and like the way they worded it, I thought it was like literally they just took a map of the world, put every highway down, and so if you wanted to drive from one aisle to the side of the other side, it would take as long as it would actually take. Turns out they actually shrunk it down, and... To get from one side of the city to the other was... Or one side of the country to the other was, like... uh, Maybe a half an hour drive. Like, it, they still made it kind of big, but... Was yeah, it just not hour? as
2: grandiose.
1: Yeah. So, like, the longest race, which, like, went from... Where did it go from? I think it went from L.A. and went up to, like, Seattle. And then went across and then down to Florida, a window across to Chicago, and then down to, like, Florida. Because they had, like, the major cities. And then you would drive from one major city to the other, and it was, like, um, slowly changing of terrain. So it felt like a long drive, but then it still didn't feel... Like, it felt... I, I, I gave it some credit. It, was, it did feel pretty big. But yeah. it didn't feel like... Full country, big. Like I wanted to have a race of going literally from this city to this city, and it taking uh, as long as it actually would. I wanted. You wanted Death Race 2000. <laughs> I wanted plane simulators. Is what I wanted. <laughs> I want. I want what those guys do when they when they like really love their plane simulators, their airplane simulators, where they go. Okay, they see a flight's about to take off, and then they go jump in their simulator and then fly that plane exactly the same pass that other plane would be. Um, this is like what I would hear, uh, since I listened to Rooster Teeth, uh, Gus Sorolo is a character on that, and he really liked his plane simulators, and he would, uh, when he was on a plane ride, he'd just take his computer out and set it up to be exactly on the plane that he's on, and then just fly it. And it was like one-to-one take as long as that flight would take. Um, yeah, I also have a uh, one of my bosses at work is really into planes, and he has like a full setup for plane simulator. So he's got like an actual built um, what, what's what's a dashboard? There we go, dashboard with all the correct toggles and everything, and and like those guys are those guys are serious. They have they have uh, a Associations and they have, like, to get into the associations, you have to be exactly as you do, and you have to know all the lingo, and basically it just, they're RPing now. That's that's what they're, they're role-playing, being airplane pilots. And then they'll go on to it and just talk to the tower the way you would, and they'd, they had set flights, and you'd be like, okay, I gotta set up a flight and actually do it, and then they'd be sitting there playing it, chatting with that, doing all the talk, and then they'd take a plane up and fly it the way they do, and then they'd land it all proper, and they do... Everything that it would done if it was actually done in the world. Uh, so it's like, yeah, hard, hardcore simulation. So that's what I wanted. I want a racing game that was as hardcore as the airplane simulators are. But I didn't get that.
2: Nope, and I remember that promotion and going and thinking the same thing. It's just like, okay, that's cool. Kind of feel like I'm over those kind of racing games. But, you know, sure, I'm.
1: I like oh, no, this idea. I, I could go for this. I'm so down with that because it'd be cool you get some buddies and you're like hey let's drive from this place to this place in our fancy ass cars and then we'd be driving it'd be like like us on a road trip it'd be just like a road trip Uh, so we just like okay let's set up from like Los Angeles and go to Chicago Uh, and we just get in our fancy cars and then we start racing each other and we dip and dive and go oh look at this cool jump we're gonna hit a cool jump and then we'd be like, "Oh, what's that over?" Then we'd stop and like check out a rest point mm-hmm. and see things, and it would literally be just like a road trip. Um, then they came out with Final Fantasy, which was just a road trip, and clearly road yep. trip <laughs> games work. It's a concept that people need to work on.
2: Apparently, I mean, to your point, Final Fantasy
1: 15 <laughs> somehow worked. Yeah, because road trip games are fun, because it's fun to go on road trips. So turn mm-hmm. that into a video game. So yeah. Oh shit! I wanted to talk about uh, uh, both um, L.A. Noire. Have we talked about L.A. Noire yet in a while? Mm-hmm. Or did I just we have, we, not in we, a little
0: while. They're remaking. They're they're going to re-release it on uh, for Xbox One.
2: Yes, they're um, re-releasing it for a few things.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's there. They're oh, but I'm like, excited for that though. They're coming mm-hmm. out with the VR, some VR missions. So um, wait,
0: what? Um, yes. Yeah. I did not hear about that.
1: So. Yeah, they're gonna have, and I think that'd be really cool. So you basically you're gonna be in a crime scene, you're gonna be in VR, and you're gonna have to look around the crime scene like you would. And yeah, that sounds cool. So I'm yeah, it'd be for interesting
2: that. to see be interesting to see if that revives enough interest in it to go and actually get that sequel. Even though you know most of the original team that made it have moved on to their own studio oh, and are in legal trouble.
1: I want a, I want a sequel to L.A. Noir.
2: We all do. Anybody that plays it does.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> people are all talking about, oh, it's like, is there a Red Dead sequel? Is that going to happen? And I was like, but I, I want LA Noir.
2: Yeah. But well, my that, LA Noir people. <laughs> that's the thing that really drives me nuts. And I know that LA Noir was not the biggest hit. It still was a hit, but it wasn't as big as Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead. But yeah. It, it's It's still a great game. It's one that met with a lot of critical praise. Not as so many mm-hmm. people played it, but it still was a bestseller title for them.
1: See, that's the thing. is like I think a lot of people did play it. Like I think it, it I think it performed very well because I know a lot of people who played it. But I think compared to like their other games, it didn't do well.
2: Like, yeah. No. the The only other game that I know that sold less in its initial release was Bully, but that's also yeah. one they kept bringing back over and over and over again.
1: That's true, yeah. But, like, you know, that
2: one came out so late in, you know, that PS2 generation and then it just got ported over to the next gens from there. Yeah. Yeah, with the Scholar editions.
1: Yeah, that's when I, I never played. And that one I only... I remember, yeah, because they had like a... They even had like a bundle pack at one point where you got... With some other games, but like that's yeah. that's when I I never actually played, and very well, that few was the people one that finally broke.
2: Yeah, well, that was the weird one because it's the one that finally broke Jack Thompson and got him barred from practicing law. Oh, anybody remember that guy? Wait, what? Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: I don't know what this
1: is.
2: Jack Thompson. How do you not know who Jack Thompson is? The guy was basically on a one-man campaign to try to go and ban video games.
1: Yeah, he's the one who, he's the one who's really responsible for uh, the video games make kids violent. Oh, yeah.
0: this guy. Okay, I, now that I see the picture, I recognize him.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, he's yeah he's his legal team's—the one that was like he wanted to stand on something and said video games. Apparently, was he, he ever also running ta- for a senator he, or anything like that. I think
0: he was. Um, he also looks like he was. Uh, what was it? Against all obscenity, rap music, hated. Uh, he was completely against Howard Stern, and he also hated the concept of the computer and video games.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so, weird is that a lot of people confuse him with going and being like some weird evangelical nutcase or something like that. It's like, "No, no, this guy just made a living going and fighting against anything that he dubbed countercultural." Like literally, he made a business out of going and fighting uh these kind of weird
1: battles. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm just reading here. Apparently, he was very well known for having very unusual filings at, at, to the Florida bar.
2: Yeah, no, and I mean he made a lot of money going and doing this stuff because he would go and take up cases for well how do I put this here?
0: Obvious um, losers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it's, but it's that's 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 another story too. So Yeah, permanently
0: uh, disbarred from the supr- barred by the Supreme we Court of Florida for inappropriate oh, conduct. Oh,
1: we understand you can read. Uh, oh sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you're just you're just reading things from face from Wikipedia now. Um mm. So, yeah, but anyways, uh, from that, uh, man, so Fallout is already coming, uh, like a yep. full-file game, so that's... Oh, I want to try that this too. Okay.
0: We should, if we could ever get, if all the three of us get, uh, we should get the Star Trek game. Oh. Bridge I Commander?
1: Sh- yeah. Or we can just play Rec Room, because that one's great. Mm-hmm. It's. Free I have not tried that
2: one yet. Oh, that's, that's great. the one
0: with, uh That's the one with, uh, on your phones, right? What? Rec Room? Yeah, I don't know if I've heard
1: about it. Oh, no, it's like a free-to-play VR game. And it's it's really fun because it has... You basically go into a rec room or a recreational center and they have a bunch of mini-games that you can go play with other people. And it's like the only game that I consider being like an online multiplayer VR game because you go into a rec room and it is populated with other people who are also in VR. So you just walk into that open space, and there's a bunch of people just fooling around and talking to their mics, because there's just other people online.
0: Okay, I'm looking at the trailer right now for it on uh, Steam. Yeah, I'm seeing so people have... playing beer pong, some people doing dummies. Now, okay, so people... they, have,
1: they have disc golf, they have uh, charades, Basketball. they have paintball. They have paintball, uh, and it's really, really fun. It um, looks like they
0: also have like tennis and... Yep, they got picture, tennis, like...
1: dodgeball... Uh, they have they added a new one, uh, which is like a RPG. So you're basically it's themed in that the theater company is put on or the theater part of the rec room is put on a stage show, and you're going in there with you're gonna have uh, a, some swords and some bow and arrows, some crossbows, and you're gonna go and go through this uh, uh, one-way path um, and just fight monsters that are coming at you, and it's. But it's all done in the kind of style of like they're all stage made, so they all look like cardboard monsters, and the swords. Look yeah, cause like Yeah, because it looks like cardboard. it
0: looks like they draw them like right there, like it's Oh like stick figure style.
1: No, no, uh, no, no. They like sort of come out from spots, and like anything that flies has a rope attached to it because that's it to be suspended from the ceiling, and um, yeah, I know it's yeah that was really fun, and it's like you play uh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Recent
0: reviews, very positive. All reviews, overwhelmingly
1: positive. Yeah. No, it's and it's great because it's free to play and it has lots of content to play. So if you ever get VR, I would suggest that game 100%. Uh, that one, and then you always have your physics game, so like anything by Alchemy super Labs. Fi- uh, super uh, Fight? So, super Fight.
0: No, not what Super the- Fight. What was the other one? Super Hot. Sorry, Super Hot. Oh, yeah, it's Super like,
1: Hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That one's That's really like neat. Super fight. Why, why the hell do we
2: need a card, a card game? Super
1: fight's a card game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But anything by Alchemy because Alchemy Labs is really good at their physics. So it's all just yeah. You're in a room and you have things and you can throw things and it's it's oh it's great physics fun. Um, so they're really good at physics games. And then God, what's another go-to? I would always say. Uh, well, it'll come to me. Anyways, um, eventually. Yeah uh Fallout Every game so far has been pretty much like a half an hour to 3 hour game. Fallout is a much much longer game than that. So I'm really curious how that's going to work. Is that do you think that'll really push games to be longer on VR cuz like you're only you have a thing on your head so it's really it's a lot more effort Uh, first off let's
0: uh, let me ask this though what stops them from going further than they already have
1: you mean going further than they already have you said that
0: most uh, vr games are about half an hour long half an hour
2: because it's it's still experimental at this point they're trying to go and figure out how much people are really willing to go and put in okay so Um, it's not
0: hardware it's not hardware restriction it's more just interest
2: well, well sort of yeah kind of cuz um, right now we just don't know really what people are willing to go and put up with when it comes to their VR usage, you know, in terms of the time that they're willing to go and commit to this and hmm. what sort of gameplay styles that people want to go and see. You know, we're seeing a okay. lot of racing games now going and coming out cuz I think that's been pretty cemented at this point that there's interest I've, in I've, it for starters. I've seen a
0: lot of I've seen a lot of shooting games coming out a lot more lately. Um and also some like horror based games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, um, horror in pro-
2: particular. Yeah, the
0: the the uh, I follow this one guy on YouTube, and he posts every once in a while. His name is the Lonely Viper. Um, f- kind of a very funny guy, and, and from what he, from what I, what I'm seeing here, he plays a lot of Onward. Um, what what else does he play here? Yeah, Apocalypse Holiday. He was playing that at one point. VR Jet, uh, what was it? Okay, Flight simulators, uh, and stuff like that, though. But it seems like the, the, it's uh, – and raw data is another one. But uh, just it's interesting that it's just – like it seems to be very uh, more focused around FPS that I've noticed. And then now they're just starting to get in, into everything else.
1: Oh, uh, well, I don't know. because I haven't, I, haven't I
2: haven't seen really a ton of. There's definitely a few no. games that are out there, but
1: any, I can't any? say that's
2: been the overwhelming thing.
1: No, not at all. I'm trying to think of like the like the only FPS one I really had was super hot, and I had to really wait for that one to come out. But I well, you mad. could have
0: got it earlier. You could have. You would just need have needed to in the, the
1: do some stuff. Yeah, I know. Uh, but no, a lot of a lot of them is uh um I like there are a bunch of FPS, but it's like it's done the thing of like quality games. So since VR is still in its very experimental things so like they're not games per se they're more experiences yeah well I mean they're more tech demos if you ask me that's that's the better that's a way better word they're all tech demos that's exactly what they are so they're all half an hour to three hours to play and they're all just playing around with the tech where fallout is going to be fallout which is I don't know like a 30 hour game how how often do you think people spend on that as fallout so I, I
2: suspect that's probably um, the uh, you know short side
1: of things, but yeah. So I'm really wondering what it'd be like to play that game in VR. Is it going? They to They totally either... the game
0: is a 200 plus hour. So
1: yeah. Okay, there you go. Fucking long. Yeah, ass but I game. mean, how
2: how long do you think most people probably play it? I think most people probably just shoot 60. through the main campaign elements. I would be shocked if it's even 60 hours because I didn't devote
1: that much time to it. Um, mm. man, I I I get sidetracked a lot. Oh, I well, Because yeah. actually that map That's my that big maps, issue too. That those maps are dense. There's a lot of stuff on. Oh, they on are. It. Like there's a thing happening here and there's monsters and I don't know how many times I've walked past that and then I instantly go, "Oh, those monsters are all, all defending." And then I literally look it's like being looking across the street there's another set of monsters. And then normally they're far enough apart that they won't interact with each other, but sometimes you do come across where it just randomly they got close enough and then they just started fighting. Because everything is so dense in there. So you're like, you're walking, you're walking. There's a thing happening here. Okay, you leave that thing. And then all of a sudden, there's another thing right there. Um, so I, those maps are just... Those games are just impressive. Like, how much shit is in that. And how big they are. And how much content there is. And like, I wonder if Fallout VR is going to be... Is it is it going to be too much, maybe? Because, like...
2: It's going to be interesting to see... The one I'm actually kind of curious about, and I think Bethesda is being absolutely brilliant, but uh, I I think Bethesda is being brilliant with this because they're focusing on this knowing that it's an experiment. They've taken an existing property and they just applied a new control scheme to it.
1: Yeah. And I think
2: that is absolutely brilliant. And they're doing it with more than one title because you've got Fallout, but the one I think is going to be the real... Test our testament here is going to be more with Doom VR when that mm. comes out. Because that's a much shorter game and one that could be played very differently.
1: See, uh, with What I remember from E3 is like, was there Doom the actual Doom game? Or was it a Doom experience? Because if what I recall is it I was I think like, it was
0: a Doom experience if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, because they called it Doom and then they just had like a little bit of subtitle underneath that, and that made it feel like it was not playing the Doom game all the way through in VR. It was like it's its own separate VR experience for Doom, in the Doom world. Mm-hmm. So and that's, and that's
2: basically what it is, but the question is I, I think the Fallout's going to be a great experiment in the truest sense because you're going to be yeah. talking about something that yeah, does take so long, and will people really be as committed to that as they were with the standalone version, with the traditional you know display formats.
1: Yeah, sitting, sitting down in a chair, because it's easier to sit down in a chair and play a video game for eight hours, but standing up with something on your head and actively moving around, you can't, it's hard to do that for eight hours.
2: That's uh, just it. And that is a game that's going to have two different play modes on there. Uh, though I don't know how it's going to work on the PC the same way as it does on the PS4, because there is a sit-down mode and there is a freestand mode. Uh, You can go and do on that, which I think is actually kind of brilliant. Uh, Going to a different game, Farpoint, that came out for the PS4 and the PSVR, uh, that game also gave you two different control types, and that's a great example of what an FPS can be in VR. Because they came up with their special... uh, Oh, God, what is it? The uh, uh, PlayStation Aim Controller, which is kind of the expansion of oh god why can i not remember the name of the ps3 one that didn't really work all that well with the move well it's the move but they had a particular controller they had designed for it that basically made it look kind of like a assault rifle
1: oh uh, like an, an, an added on um yeah no uh yeah because it was it was i don't remember it really having a name i remember seeing it and your controller would fit into it
2: yeah, no, it, it actually had a name. Like, oh, they shit. they had copyrighted and everything. Huh. And it wasn't a bad idea, but they didn't quite have the control interface quite right on it, and they were still... There was that dissension between, okay, do we go and have something that's like the Wii with the nunchuck-esque attachment that has your analog control on it, or do we just go all in with two controllers? It's like... Sometimes you would need two move controllers with the lighted ball on the end. Sometimes you would need the one with the analog stick. It's just, that was a bit of a hot mess all the way around. But it worked okay. It just, they they didn't really know what they were doing with the move initially. And that peripheral kind of backed that up. The new AIM controller they came up with that's going to be the uh, standalone controller for FPS using PlayStation VR That one is the perfect combination of the Wii Zapper and the PlayStation Move technologies because you have the analog control on the back there and it's true one-to-one control versus just tracking the balls on there. It's using a proper accelerometer to go and judge angles and uh, be able to factor in different telemetries that they weren't able to do before.
1: Actually, I don't know, because I had Move and for what it was, I felt it worked very well oh it did work very well it's just the individual game developers
2: didn't know exactly how to go and incorporate this because there wasn't really a set standard it's like oh do you have two lighted balls do you go and have one with the nunchuck one without do you go and
1: i guess yeah yeah uh, Yeah. most i think i think it was considered most things would have the two lighted balls that's the game a lot of games i played for the move was you have the one uh but if you did have two then it worked even better with two uh But like I just remember, I just want to point out the one game uh, that I really, really liked was called Tumble, and it was, Mm. yeah, was. Did you play that? Or yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. See, I love that, and that's where it felt like it was truly like one to one with just the tracking of the balls because you could you move it and you're like you're just stacking things, and like I don't know, it just that felt really good. It felt awesome, and because of that, uh, when I first tried VR. Uh, I tried Job Simulator. Um, it was another... Like, the best way to try VR is to basically have someone who already has it, and then you can try it for yourself for free, and then Because you, you just can't explain it. You actually... You have to do it. You have to yeah. experience it. Because I was like, oh, VR, uh, eh, it's a thing. I don't know if i get one or not. And then I went over and... Uh, my friend's roommate had it set up in the basement and he was like, you going to try it out? I'm like, yes, I do want to try that out. Absolutely. Put it on. And it it was like, Oh my God, I have to own one of these. This is a thing I need to have. in my life." It it
2: is almost a religious experience, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And then it was like, the guy was like, put on job scene. I was like, okay, try picking that up and try. He was trying to say, since it's such a new thing to say how to orient yourself and feel it one-to-one. And I was like, Man, I had a move. This is, like, already fluent to me. I know how to do this. And he was like, oh, cool. That means I can skip the kind of basic tutorial of, like, learning how to use a controller and pick things up because I already have that hand-eye coordination down from move and such and connect. So it was like, okay, let's try some cool things, like uh, space parts training. That's the other game that's really awesome that you got to get. Uh, space. Oh, shoot.
0: Trainer. um, Tyler? Hmm. I, you mentioning pirates just reminded me. Um, there is another pirate game coming out pretty soon from Rare. Uh, fuck, what's it called? Sea of Thieves? Uh, sea of Thieves. I. We all have to play that at some point when it comes out.
1: Okay. There's a yeah. lot of games we're supposed to have to play. So. Yeah, I guess that's true. Let's just work on those ones first. Like uh, Space Janitor. Uh, we got to play some more Civ again. What else are we supposed to do? Uh... Dead by Day- Dead by Daylight. Yeah, Dead yeah. by Daylight. Yeah, yeah, I only
2: bought that for you guys last Christmas, and we still have debt to play it.
1: Yeah,
0: it's totally not almost next Christmas. Next Christmas.
1: Yeah. Anyways, um, backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. Rob, you were talking about stuff on. Yeah. What were you talking about?
2: Well,
1: I mean, we were kind of all encompassed here
2: around you know, yeah. the whole VR trend. And yeah, I mean, to your point, when it came to the PlayStation move, that's part of the reason why I was all game for uh, PlayStation VR when they went and announced it though I do fully recognize that there is a better system in the Vive. It's a higher resolution screen. There's more capabilities that come along with it. At the same time, we can go and see by the numbers of sold units on there. The thing that really seems to be cementing VR right now is PlayStation because it is very accessible. There's no need for a really updated computer to go and run it. There's no system requirements that are really limiting on there, and it can be run in a smaller room as well. Even if you don't have the Move controllers, all of the games have been designed so that they're compatible with just a regular controller as well.-
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it was
2: very clearly something that they were trying to go and do from the get-go with these things, even though they didn't announce uh, VR right from the get-go. You could tell that that was definitely something that they had in mind moving forward with uh, the platform when they developed it.
1: Yeah And the only thing I hear it really does lack is the sort of the head positioning head tracking. I, and, you know, I got to say, I do sort of agree with that, but
2: the, some of the stuff I read online seems more like the PC Master Race going and prodding a small technical issue versus something that actually is a legitimate ripe for the system.
1: Yeah. like
2: Because I can't say I've really run into that issue occasionally. I notice that it slips a little bit, but overall, it's pretty good motion tracking on the head. You I'll guys just... would
0: know this about this a bit more than me because I have actually never had a chance to be in a VR headset.
1: Yeah, and I have one.
0: Yeah, I know mm. you mm. haven't. And I had one me here, here when you visited. Well, yeah, I forgot about that. Shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, no. Uh, like, how much do you move around in the your PSVR?
2: Mm. Uh, depends on the game that I'm going and playing. When I gave Farpoint a try for the first time. I tried to go and be limited in my motions the way that, you know, I'd come to go and expect with a lot of the other games that I was doing just with the regular controller. But damn it, when I started playing that game, holy shit, I started moving around like crazy. And like I said, the motion tracking really wasn't an issue for that. I think it's more the games and how they're developed than it really is a limitation on the hardware in that situation. Mm -hmm. Because that game, I just could not find a problem at all with it.
1: How much? How much area? Like, do you just like set it up in your living room and then you just walk yeah. around your living room? Yeah, that's just it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, he,
0: and, he, and he has a lot of space in there too. So yeah,
1: because yeah. like, I uh, yeah, because like with the uh, vibe, you have to set up your towers and it just it's constantly throwing fr or rf yeah. r- readings all over the room and, <laughs> and probably probably <laughs> we're gonna find out one day that it just, it's one of those things that just causes cancer and we've just been. Everything causes cancer. Of course it Everything does. Everything <laughs> does cause cancer. It is it is true. Because everyone has cells in their body. And cancer is just cells that have mutated and are now rebels. So, it's just cancer-causing agents make They're them... they rebels
0: without a cause. Yeah. Other than killing you.
1: Uh, multiplying. They just multiply quickly. Uh, yeah, so it's like literally... All these cancer-causing agents just make it so that your cells can mutate at a higher percentage. There's a higher percentage that they will mutate, so... But no, everyone everyone technically has cancerous cells in them. Cole, you have cancer right now. Le gasp! It just... Hopefully doesn't turn into full-blown cancer of something and your cells are exploding and killing Boom. you. So, yeah, um... Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, VR,
2: yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's the space equation is the thing that's really kept me at this point from getting a vibe because now I'm finally getting my studio set up in a way that I actually think I'd be able to utilize it properly. But the way that I had it set up before, there is no way that I could make that work. Mm. Like, I know just reading everything that I've seen and even... Uh, Fry's Electronics, which if you're in Washington or California and you've never been to one, what the fuck is wrong with you? you um, little shit, why have you not gone there?
0: As a as a point of reference, uh, Robert dropped me off in Seattle um, at about ten thirty in the in, or something like that in the morning. Um, he picked me up at about at about four thirty five o'clock.
1: Try and six. I asked, okay, six, <laughs> it's five, five,
0: six, six. I, he picked me up at six, and I asked him, "So what'd you do? Oh, I was at Fry's.
1: The entire time, <laughs> ten to six. Nice.
0: I mean, yeah. in his defense, maybe closer I did to get nine. A- it was closer till noon, but whatever.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I got there at like eleven thirty. There was a little bit of traffic on the way in, but still, I I spent a solid six hours in the place.
1: Just looking at like junk. Shit, man. If yeah, if if I was the one there, I would have just gone with you. You probably yeah. would have invited oh, me. Oh, I would like, have. Yeah, you'd be like, "Hey, we're going to an electronics store," and I'd be like, "Cool beans, let's go look yeah. at stuff." Oh
2: God, just all the towers, the cases, the RAM, just sitting out there. All the RAM. Yeah. All the RAM.
1: Yeah, yeah. The so. five
2: thousand different colors of Ethernet cable.
1: <laughs> huh.
2: Really? I know, I know. You got a little bit. You got a little bit of a hard on right now, don't you?
1: Oh, they must have like. A, do they have just? Oh, they must have just solid. Just wire that you can oh and you can just crimp your own ends on them too, probably. Oh You literally can. Yeah. So you just buy you can just buy it in bulk. It's Man, you heaven. know how? do you know how hard it is to actually like you can't go buy long stuff. You have to then you have to go and buy it like you can either buy it in bulk and then you can get fucking Fifty feet of it for nothing, but if you ever actually try to go to a store and then you go buy like, okay, I'm gonna get this ten foot one, and it's super, super fucking expensive. But then it's like, well, either I go buy the ten foot one that's like fifty bucks, or I go buy fifty feet for ten bucks. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so that that sounds great. Sounds like a lot of electronic. Oh shit. Uh, what was what was your you? What's this? Uh, customer loyalty. You have like a store. Is it Sears? Is Sears your store where you buy most of Se- your stuff? Se- yeah. Rob? <laughs> Rob?
2: No, I, I wouldn't say that. Although I will be honest, I have always been a loyalist to Craftsman Tools. Yes. Because uh, they've always been really well done. And even the stuff that isn't being built here in the U.S., they've done a great job with product sourcing. So the quality still maintains itself. Uh, but now that's owned by Black and Her... Uh, it's owned by uh, Stanley Black and Decker, so
1: you know. Oh, so you don't like them anymore? Well,
2: I still like them, but it's kind of a question as Big Sears itself starts to go out of business. Uh, what's really going to happen? Because right now, what, it, it's kind of an awkward thing because that used Sears be Canada is already
1: being liquidated. It... Yeah. yeah, everything's getting liquidated. Nevin was like, "I'm yep. going to go to Sears today," and because today is like the liquidation start sale starts now. So, yep. Devin was like, yep. I'm going to get myself some pots and pans for nothing.
0: Yeah, well, I should probably think about doing the same thing one of these days.
1: Ah, uh, you're pr- you're already too late. You think so? Oh, you can go there.
2: Dude, there. they were they were running so light on stock at that point. Uh, uh, ours fact- is
1: actually, a lot of, ours is really full because they liquidated, they closed down a bunch of other stores around the uh, province. And then they moved all the stock to our store because it was... The, uh. the thing that was going around was saying that ours was going to stay because it was going to be a outlet. Uh, so it like they were sh- shutting down just small ones uh, and definitely shrinking how many stores they had, and only key locations would have a Sears, and it'd be like everything would go through those. And so we got all the stock, um, but then now ours is closing down too. So basically a whole bunch of like, it's like five stores of stock in one store, and they're just trying to Sell it all. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, because that they had spun, or I should say, uh, Sears Holdings Corporation or ELS Investments, who owns that, they spun off uh, Sears Canada about five or six years ago. And unfortunately, as a result of that, they lost a lot of buying power. So they have not had the same kind of purchasing ability that's kept you know Sears USA in her uh, in the marketplace. But I mean, even that. It's a pretty short-lived statement because they. Ugh, I, there's a lot of things I could go and say about this. And just because I used to work uh, at one of the independently owned and operated locations, I won't because I'm a little too close to this. But ELS Investments and Eddie Lampert have destroyed a great company with a lot of history and a lot of good about it. That, that's all I can say there. It just ugh, drives me nuts.
1: Okay. But I still keep
2: buying their tools even though I know that warranty is not going to mean a lot in the future. I still know that I don't see a lot of them break. (laughs) So I'll keep buying Craftsman Tools until uh, Until Black Decker Stanley takes over entirely. Hmm. And Sears Sears stops going and sourcing their own tools under the Craftsman name.
1: Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, because I wanted to hear your opinion on something like that because I remember you always talking about buying their tools a lot.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it's great stuff. I mean, I have their band saw. I've got their scroll saw. I've got their table saw. And you know what? I have not found anything that matches up with them comparatively in a residential product. You know, there's some really nice, you know, com- more commercial grade stuff that's out there that goes and outperforms them. But, you know, you go and give me a Ryobi, can't match up to it. Husky, can't match up to it. There's just, I haven't found anything that was as well sourced.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Man, and I, I never wish... even
2: got a discount buying that stuff either. That's the worst part. Oh, being shit. at one of the independents. Being at one of the independents, I did not get any sort of discount over what a regular consumer would on that stuff.
1: Oh, you just, but you liked it. You you bought it.
2: Exactly. No, I, I knew the quality of it. I always had customers coming back in to go and buy the replacement parts for it, and always go and say, "Best one I've ever had." You know. So, I listened to the customers, and that's still the way that I sell product. I listen to my customers. When they tell me it's good, it's good. And I'll sell it. When they tell me it's shit, I won't sell it.
1: Now yeah, look at that. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. oh, God. I want to go like there. Like it matters. Wanna... The company's, yeah, the company's s- going out of business. <laughs> you said bandsaw. You said bandsaw. And I kind of want to oh. go there now and see if... I doubt there's a bandsaw there because the one here never really had hardware. Like, it had it, but it was not a big hey, section.
2: You know, that's... That's not the most, or that's not the most heavily sold tool. There might be some lying around there that moved in from another warehouse.
1: Maybe. God, I, I'd have to be very lucky. I feel. Most likely. How, how much was it though? Because like, Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, the one that I got, I got one of their larger ones, so I ended up spending a hundred and forty on that thing.
1: Oh, that's not bad at all. Because like, that means a hundred and forty at liquidation price is going to be. It's much lower than because I thought it'd be like if it was yeah. like 500 at liquidation price, it might be 140.
2: Yeah, no, if you got one of their standing uh, band saws, that'd be a little bit of a different story there. Those yeah. ones were running about 500, and you know I know the cost on those guys was around 380. So, you know, okay. typically liquidation is at cost uh, until it gets really bad, and then they go and mark it down to whatever they can go and get the stuff gone at. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so like Zellers, <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, well, oh, that's yeah. basically what it is now. Is like everything's going to be cost or lower. It is liquidation. Yeah. It is they want everything gone. Yeah, but they want
2: to. Yeah, but the guys who are you know the debtors to these guys, they're going to want to go and get as much as they can in the initial offering on there, and then it'll get discounted from there. So yeah. well, prices start off high, and then it's, as stock becomes less accessible on there then it gets marked down more and more and more uh it's rare the liquidation starts at 90 percent off
1: yeah here here at this place it is most likely uh if they have to close everything it's gonna go straight to auction then after that because we have because our auction house you go there and it is always constantly filled with stuff that was like getting liquidated or it was like a it was a piece of something that was either like a display piece or it's getting liquidated and it just, it all goes to auction and it's sometimes you find some really good stuff there. Sometimes it's just a whole lot of crap. Um, so at, at that point, I think when they run down to the end of stock, they'll just be like, send it to auction and it'll just, it'll get sold. Someone will buy it. Someone who has money, who's thinking, Oh, that's $500 for like a hundred bucks. I'm, I'm saving money, and it's like a thing they'll never use, and it's just gonna be garbage. But somehow, somehow but that's people the buy way it.
0: auctions work.
1: Yeah, That's like our uh... Cole. Have you ever been to uh, PBR? the uh, liquidation uh, liquidation store?
0: I don't think I have.
1: Oh God, that place is <laughs> just Horrible. Full of junk. It's literally it's everything in there is a whole, like, someone, it's almost like someone bought something from China and bought it in huge quantities from China and then they either did nothing with it or it was a complete shit and then they just sent it to liquidation store and then it's there. So you can go in there, you can buy, oh, you can buy pretty much anything and it's nothing and it's really good. Like, even, Ah god, there's just so much I don't know how to explain it. There's so much shit in there, and you think theoretically it's gonna be good shit because it's like something simple like a spoon or or duct tape. But even then you're one gonna have One of these find
0: days you thing. you and me should just go to the go there and see what the fuck's there.
1: Oh, it's just a lot of junk. <laughs> you can but like if you need if you need spoons for nothing or you need like duct tape, you're gonna get you're gonna buy that duct tape and you're gonna find out that oh it's it's duct tape. You tape the thing and then <laughs> oh, it's duct tape that doesn't really tape. It it sticks at one point. And then slowly falls off. they are like, how? 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 Like, I want to buy things like disposable things like uh, masking tape, but I fear that I'll go there, I'll buy the masking tape, I'll mask the thing off, and it's just not going to stick to it, and then paint will get in, and it's like, ugh. Or duct tape or or glues. You're going to go buy your glue there, and then it's going to, like, dry up in three days. And, yeah. That's my rant about liquidation store. It's uh-huh. full of just shit <laughs> But it's always busy I don't get it It's like people are constantly going there Like it, the parking lot is always full But it's like full of It's full of cheap farmers That's exactly what it is It's it's people yeah. that are like super cheap That don't want to spend money on anything So they go there and they fill up the carts with junk And then it's like 20 bucks for a cart full of stuff And Sounds about right So Cheap farmers Saskatchewan Nothing but fucking farmers. (laughs) Uh, Well, that was a little little bit to the end of there. Uh, So, if if you liked our podcast and didn't want to listen to nothing but VR talk, we we threw that little bit in the end there just to keep things slightly (laughs) different. So, (laughs) Cole, take it away. What? (laughs) What? What what? You you oh, started I, this. Oh, you, right, started Neo, you started Neo a it. Soccer
2: Rangers podcast. You
1: finish it. <laughs> good yes, point, finish good point. Neo. Finish
2: the <laughs> Neo
0: <laughs> I well I corrected myself afterwards. Anyways, thank you once this again. This is exactly like the Matrix films where Zio. it starts off
1: good and then gets shitty in the next two.
0: All
2: I know is I went and took a blue pill and I have no idea what has happened to me.
1: Are you getting deja vu are you seeing the same thing over and over and over again? That's nope, a, I am not. Is. I am not seeing that. I can tell you that much. Okay, well then there is no glitch in the matrix. Yeah, no, very, ver- very different blue pill. Ooh. Oh, 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 oh! If it lasts longer than five hours, find some ladies.
0: Cole, take it away already!
1: Come on, hurry up!
0: I was okay. Thank you once again for joining us for on Zeo, a Soccer Rangers podcast. Of course, you can always check us out on our Facebook. Uh, page, which is Soccer Rangers Podcast. Um, as you, While well, you can also check out our Twitter, which I'm sure someone has touched at least once in the past year and a half. Um, yeah, I'll take that as a no. Uh, I respond anyway- to our direct
2: messages whenever we get them.
0: Okay. But anyways, continuing on from there though. Um, of course then if you, wanna, if you have uh, any concerns or any suggestions for the show, you can give us a, an email at Soccer Rangers Podcast at gmail.com. Um. And next week, I believe we have something interesting. So hopefully, you guys join us for next week as well. And of course, you can check us out on iTunes. Please, uh, please, please subscribe if you would like. Um, we're getting more and more subscribers as we go by as well, which is awesome. So thank you so much for subscribing. By the the way, we
2: are up over one hundred subscribers on iTunes now. So thank you so much, everybody. Tell your friends.
0: Tell your friends. Ty- I bet Tyler still doesn't believe that Give we actually have any subscribers. Um, no, Tyler
1: firmly believes this now. <laughs> I still don't believe it. Nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I hear stories. I believe it is like a legend sort of thing. It, You've it is, seen the stats. I have seen nothing, sir. Uh, <laughs> it is, it is, it is changed from blatant just lies to legend and myth. Is upgrade <laughs> to Legend and Myth. <laughs> okay. What's
0: the next stage, by the way, from Legend and Myth? I don't know. I don't want to get there.
1: <laughs> Cole, you going to end it? Are we done? Are we done? Okay, are we done?
0: Okay. But no, no, no. Of course. <laughs> but anyways, could please, and of course, you can also give us five-star reviews on iTunes. And, of course, um, I'll take... Blah sorry. Words. But yeah, you, you, want, you
2: want to take that back a little bit there? It's just
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Come on, everybody. Come on. Let's do
0: the rewind thing.
1: <laughs> oh, it's Batman. Sorry.
0: I think I erased something. I don't remember where
1: I was. <laughs> so <laughs> just start again. But oh, oh, oh I, I, remember, I,
0: I remember. I remember now. Of course and if you can you can of course give us the five star reviews we greatly appreciate that it will increase us in our and of course bring us to even more people that can enjoy our podcast. So of course once again thank you for joining us and we hope to see you next time on Zio. A soccer bye. podcast. Bye bye bye
2: bye 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 bye
1: I can't remember the words so I'll just Bye 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 <laughs> nah no, I am mad. I me mean, neither. Oh shit. Okay.